It is so wonderful that you are here. Welcome to the Clean and Lean podcast, your podcast for body, mind and soul. My name is Julia Sana and my vision for this world is a world free of obesity and depression and that's why I go out with my message, that's why I do the podcast and my YouTube channel and today I have a very special topic The five most common roadblocks on our road to our dream physique. And specifically today, as you all know, I'm super passionate about weight loss. It is a topic that has been fascinating me for many, many years. And that's why I'm going to apply these five roadblocks to weight loss. But whatever your beauty goal when it comes to manifesting your dream physique is you can apply these five principles to whatever it is that you are looking to accomplish and if you haven't already of course also make sure to check out the link in the show notes where you can get my free effortless weight loss blueprint if you haven't gotten that already anyway and now without further ado let's get into this episode All right, so as I already mentioned in the introduction, weight loss is something that I have been incredibly passionate about for many, many years now. It is just something I find so, yeah, just fascinating that we are able to alter the way our body looks and feels and our physical health and appearance just by making some small adjustments in our lifestyle and the way we eat. And still, I have observed within myself for a long time and also with some of the clients that I'm supporting on their weight loss journey that it can be still a huge struggle to lose weight. Like There are many challenges that we're faced with. There are many limiting beliefs. And throughout time... I have now kind of seen some patterns that kind of repeat themselves over and over again um, that have repeat repeated themselves within me and that repeat themselves inside or with my clients. And before I get into those five most common roadblocks, I'd like to invite you to find a comfortable seat. If you're driving, don't close your eyes, um, like driving in the car or on the bike. But if you can, you're just sitting comfy on your couch or in a chair, then I want to invite you to take this moment Relax your shoulders down, relax your neck, relax your breath, close your eyes, send a big warm smile into your inner world, this beautiful, beautiful place. And then ask yourself if, you know, slimming down and shedding excess fat right now is one of your goals. What is your biggest roadblock right now to getting there what is it that is holding you back what is your challenge what is your limiting belief and allow yourself to see and be curious what answer comes up from inside your inner world and allow that answer to rise to the surface become aware of it 
And if you want, you can now take this time to quickly pause this podcast and write your roadblock down. And then after this episode, you can potentially work with that. And maybe it is even one of the five I'm going to mention today. And I'm also going to mention how you can overcome those five. So definitely stay tuned. And I'm going to get right into number one. So the biggest, 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 biggest roadblock, literally, um, is weighing yourself daily. Yes, it is definitely very important that we track our progress because otherwise it can be very easy to get discouraged on our journey. However, weighing yourself daily, personally from my experience, is just not a very good idea. It can have a negative impact on our mental and emotional health, especially if we have a hard time not judging ourselves and not judging the way our body looks and also not having a mirror so as some of you maybe already know I moved into a new apartment a little bit more than a year ago and I consciously did not attach a mirror in the bathroom or anywhere really I have a little small mirror that I have like in my bathroom that I need to actually position in a way that I can see my face just to you know make sure that my face looks all right and my hair is nice and everything but I don't have a mirror that shows me my body and um, you know if I have some clothes or something I'll just use the reflection of myself in the mirror to uh, in the windows but anyway my point is and I also don't have a scale in my apartment and seriously not having these two things has been one of the biggest like biggest help on my weight loss journey of not constantly looking at myself and judging and because progress usually comes with a little bit of a delay so if you do something really really nice that is moving you forward into the direction of your weight loss journey and then you look at the scale and nothing changes even though you have really done a big step forward then you're going to be really discouraged and you don't feel like keep to keep going whereas if you don't have like a scale or like a mirror or something where you constantly see yourself you know it's going to be so easy to just focus on doing the things you enjoy and you'll actually realize that weight loss is about so much more than appearance of course it is nice to look good and don't get me wrong I also love looking good it's just when that becomes our only focus and these numbers and all these like um outer uh, forms become our only focus of why we're doing this then it is just going to be very very likely that we quickly get discouraged whereas if we don't focus on those it is just more natural for us to focus on doing things we enjoy on feeling good and realizing that weight loss isn't about these things on the outer surface but that um yeah that it's ultimately about feeling good so a way to track your progress is to just ask yourself you know if you want every day how am I feeling like do I feel light today or do I feel heavy how am I feeling emotionally because definitely like the slimmer we get if we do it the right and sustainable way that is the slimmer we get the better we also start feeling emotionally and mentally and you can track your progress through that 
And obviously, I do find it helpful to take pictures of my body every once in a while. And that is incredibly motivating. If I look at pictures from my body one year ago, it was, you know, bigger. It was huger. And um, it, it just looked different. It didn't look as vibrant as it does now. I can definitely see a change, even though I'm not weighing that much less. So... Um, you know, the the number on the scale doesn't say that much because last year I also went to the gym quite a lot and I started gaining quite a bit of muscle that isn't really, like, you can't really see that in terms of the size of my body. It, is, um, it isn't really making me bigger because I'm training in a very specific way that doesn't make my muscle go, like, grow bigger but it just makes me stronger and it makes it more solid so the number on the scale didn't really go like it obviously didn't go up but it also didn't go down like super super much in comparison to how much the size of my body changed so that's just always something important to keep in mind that the weight on the scale is just such a small indicator. If you want a really good indicator to tracking your progress, then take pictures of yourself every once in a while and compare them, put them next to each other. And or also ask yourself regularly, how am I feeling? Do I feel light? You know, what kind of sensations am I having, especially in my abdominal area? Because also when we lose weight that's where things lighten up a lot and it just feels more free in that area so yeah that is definitely still important to like track your progress just be very aware what kind of tracking do you want to use and what kind of tracking makes you feel good on a daily basis and if the kind of tracking you're currently using doesn't make you feel good then I want to highly encourage you to switch it and to potentially sell your scale online or give it away to a friend or you could even just you know if you really want to just experiment with it you could just like tell a friend hey do you want a scale for a while and I might want it back but for now you can have it mm. so yeah those are some things and obviously if you don't want to get anyone else involved in this you can just throw it out and if you really want one afterwards but pretty sure you're not gonna want it then you can always still buy a new one so yeah or you could just sell it anyways that was a very long point so now let's get over to point number two and that is equating weight loss with eating less yeah that is a big one and also equating weight loss with feeling hungry and having to exercise like crazy and kind of all in all just focusing on the wrong things and recently I have finished the book Atomic Habits which is a highly highly recommend 10 out of 10 and in there there was this one quote that when I like heard that I actually listened to it as an audiobook and if you're listening to this podcast to this podcast on Spotify, um, you can also find Atomic Habits here on Spotify. Um, and there was this one sentence that just stuck with me, and that is, if an experience is not satisfying, we have very little reason to repeat it. So obviously feeling hungry or eating boring food or exercising to the point where we're just exerting and exhausting our bodies is not satisfying. So if we have this like strong 
belief inside ourselves that we have to do that to lose weight, then it is going to be really challenging to lose the weight by doing things we actually enjoy and by actually eating, um, you know, sufficiently. And I can definitely, I'm the best proof, like for the last 365 days, every single day I have eaten till satiety. There hasn't been one day where I went to bed kind of feeling a little bit hungry or something. I'm, I'm, and I'm honestly, genuinely myself so surprised that I'm still losing weight, even though my body isn't ever hungry or like feeling like this crazy starvation mode or I also don't exercise like crazy like I don't do a lot like every other day I'll go for a super slow and gentle run like it is so slow that I'm sometimes like asking me this is such a slow run but it feels so good you know the reason I don't personally like walking that much um, is because I like getting like breaking a sweat and like getting some blood flow going inside my body I can just feel on so many levels mentally and emotionally but also like physically how good it feels when I come back home from a run and I've a little bit exerted my body you know I'm sweating my heart is like you know working but it is not in a way where I have tortured myself or where I didn't enjoy the process I love the the process of going for a run being in nature and running slow and that's why I don't really like walks because when I come back home from a walk I just don't really feel like I've done something that much I haven't really broken a sweat so yeah so so that's why I'm running not because I think I have to burn the calories or anything just because I like breaking a sweat and I feel like I'm also absorbing more oxygen when I'm out in nature for a run versus going for a walk. But other than that, I'm really not doing much. I'm sometimes taking my bike, you know, maybe once or twice a week to the supermarket, which is literally like one or two kilometers away from my place. And um, yeah, otherwise, a little bit of yin yoga, which isn't really like movement. It's more just stretching. And um, yeah, so you don't, you definitely don't have to overexert yourself, exercise like crazy or feel hungry or like eat less. In fact, we start losing weight when we actually start eating more of, yes, the right things, not more of junk food, but more of, you know, high carb foods, um, also foods with glucose and fructose. Um, bananas and dates and just any type of fruit really that is sweet and ripe and juicy that's when we start losing weight because we're no longer in starvation mode when we're in starvation mode it's very easy to overeat and to create these imbalances of eating a lot and then eating very little and then eating a lot that is going to make it very challenging for our body to um, release the fat so yeah, that was the second roadblock. I think though, if you just take away these two, I think that is already pretty, pretty nice. But I still have three more to go. So the third one is wanting it right now. And I think if you've ever like been on a weight loss journey or you currently are, I think we all can relate with that feeling. Like literally like wanting it and not accepting where we are in this present moment. And the reason that is so detrimental is because in that state, it's very easy to get into that mentality of thinking that it's not possible. If you want it right now, and obviously it is not going to happen from one day to another, like there is no overnight success, not in weight loss, not in anything. So 
yeah, then if you have that equation of you want it right now, then you're automatically going to think it's not possible. And also it's very easy to get into that mentality of it's wrong to be overweight and like, um, yeah, like, you know, that mentality of like, there is something wrong with me and I don't deserve love because of the size of my body. And I just want to let you know that you deserve infinite deep love, no matter how small or big your body is. And, you know, you can absolutely stay where you are at right now. There's nothing wrong with that. And you can definitely continue to live an amazing, beautiful life. Even if your body might be a little bit different than you would like it right now. Absolutely. That said, if manifesting, like for example, a slim physique right now for you and shedding a little bit of weight, shedding a little bit of fat is something that you truly, genuinely feel called to do right now and that excites you, then I just want to let you know as well that you absolutely deserve to make that happen and to take action upon that goal. So yeah, and then the fourth roadblock is society's expectations. And there are so many more reasons that flow into this. But I think the biggest one is this belief of, okay, when we're really slim, people are going to start worrying about us and they're going to start thinking we're on a crash diet and we have an unhealthy obsession with healthy food and just so many things that people might think. And I feel like we're often very scared of that. Or also, if we're overweight, we might have this belief of society expecting us to be slim right now. And again, that leading us into point number three that I just mentioned of, okay, wanting it right now because society doesn't accept us the way we are in this moment. And um, yeah, that can also create like this vicious cycle. So it can just be so freeing to just take a breather and remind ourselves that there is no one we need to like satisfy or that we need to please with the way our body looks and also when it comes to just family gatherings and going out and having routines and stuff like that it can be challenging sometimes because you know there might be family members who don't accept our different food choices when we go out and then they want us to continue eating the way we used to so they might have the expectation of us staying the same so when we're all of a sudden changing into this new amazing version that makes positive changes and different choices and then it can be challenging because we're no longer meeting their expectations so it can be very powerful and very helpful to know who we truly are deep within our heart and that we always deserve to be loved and that there is no one really we need to satisfy with our appearance and accept ourselves because mainly all of this we're doing for ourselves. And then the last number five roadblock, very, very common roadblock, is also just not being in the right environment. And when I was writing that point down today, when I was thinking about this podcast episode and what I want to talk about, I was remembering this quote and it goes like this. If you want to get rich, spend time among rich people. If you want to be healthy, spend time among healthy people. And if you want to be happy, start now. 
And that quote is by Erhard Freitag. And it is such a true quote because if we spend time around people who, they don't even have to be overweight, but they might just eat very unhealthy or make poor choices in other areas, like, you know, maybe not respect their sleep cycle or stuff like that. And, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. It's just important to know that if we surround ourselves a lot by people like that, we just have to be aware that that is going to affect the way we are going to live our lives and the habits we are going to have. And just that it is so important that people we surround ourselves have a very strong influence. And I can definitely 100% approve this. Um, so when I naturally started changing the friends I was hanging out around with. So when I got out of high school, I started to hang out more with emotionally and mentally very healthy people, people who kind of are connected on a deep level with themselves and also into spirituality. And when I started hanging out more with those people, I could immediately see my mental and emotional health Oops, sorry. My mental and emotional health like going up so much and I was feeling way, way better inside. My inner state improved. And uh, yeah, and then eventually, however, I didn't feel so at home with them anymore. And then I started changing my friends group a little bit more again. I started and that naturally happened that all of a sudden the people who were very close to me were people who were doing really, really well with their finances And I will also say that uh, my family also, like, um, is that is something that is very important to them. And, but especially like hanging out more with friends who have a very healthy money mindset, it was such a huge game changer. Like, my money mindset improved, my finances improved, more money started flowing into my life from different um, areas, through different areas. And I'm so much more relaxed with it. And I'm, saying all these things right now to show you that you know maybe it's time for you if you've been staying stuck and nothing is working to you know you don't even have to cut the people out of your life that you're currently spending with but maybe seek out new opportunities to make friends and acquaintances through a sports club or a health meetup or a raw vegan fruit luck or something like that and to connect with people who are very much interested in becoming the healthiest most vibrant and radiant version of themselves and um, oh yeah and I didn't mention that so when I started going to fruit festivals as well that was 2022 that was my first fruit festival that was also a very incredible shift for me like eating healthy all of a sudden became almost effortless and just like the most natural thing on earth when I started hanging around and it wasn't even for that long it was just for a week and then I had a little break and then I went to another fruit festival for a week and so far I've been to three fruit festivals in the last two years and it's such a huge game changer to hang around and to spend time among healthy people or at least people who are interested in becoming also very helpful, he healthy, 
healthy and helpful because when you become healthy you also become a lot more helpful for others because you have so much energy and you just want to express it you just want to give um, but that's a topic for another podcast so yeah that also has been a really huge game changer for me and yeah so definitely and then also in terms of environment you know setting up your space so when I was still living with my parents I really enjoyed living there And I still will say that it was in the beginning very challenging for me to make healthy food choices because there was all these foods, like all my like childhood favorites lying around and it was just very tempting for me. Um, I remember even in the very beginning, even just being vegan was very challenging for me because of the animal products I used to eat as a kid being like so close to me. And then when I started moving out, I realized, wow, it's so much easier. Like eating vegan was effortless. And then more and more as time went on, also like eating, um, you know, high raw vegan and raw vegan. And then when I moved back into my parents for a little while again, it became a little bit challenging again. And then what I did was I set up my own space where I would have my own like foods and I would just very like um, strategically separate my food stock from theirs and that was helpful but then the biggest game changer again was when I moved into my own place more than a year ago and now I have my own kitchen and there's just fruits and vegetables in there and you know a couple of other things but there isn't a single thing in my kitchen where I don't actually think it is serving me in a positive way um, of becoming, you know, super duper vibrant and healthy. So yeah, it is basically just really, really awesome stuff in there. And that was definitely the biggest game changer on my journey. So, but I know that it's not always possible. So, you know, just do the best you can um, when it comes to your individual circumstances. So those were the five most common roadblocks. I hope you got a ton of value out of this podcast episode. I'll repeat them one more time. So the first one is weighing yourself daily and constantly looking in the mirror. The second one is equating weight loss with eating less. The third one is like wanting it right now and kind of having a hard time accepting where we are in this present moment the fourth one is society's expectations and then the fifth one is not being in the perfect environment that is setting us up for success all right this was the episode now it is your turn i would love to hear what is your biggest roadblock that came up maybe during the mini meditation we did in the beginning or which of the five roadblocks that i mentioned inside this episode resonates the most with you if you want feel free to send me a message on instagram or facebook i always love connecting with you guys and yeah i would love to hear which is it for you And other than that, I now wish you a wonderful, wonderful weekend and look forward to potentially connect with you again in the next episode. As you might have already heard, every single Friday the episode goes up. This is kind of my new Friday evening, Friday night ritual. I'm recording this podcast episode for you, which I really, really enjoy. And yeah, I hope you all enjoy it just as much as I do. And yeah, maybe see you in the next episode or listen, hear, hear you in the next episode. <laughs> Bye.